This week on the Fake Outrage Report, we answer more of life's tough questions like, what do you do when the government encourages you to do drugs? And what do you do when the Dalai Lama tries to sell you a car? Hello and welcome to the Fake Outrage Report. My name is Phil. You know me. This is, of course, the least important debate show on the internet. Uh, Sandeep Sen is out of town this week, so I got... Guess who I got? Hey, it's me again. Oh my god. The old friend of Jay Raj. That's right. The old buddy. the man Founding who, member of the Fake Outrage Yes, Report. the man who titled the show. Uh, Jay Raj is here, and it's almost like uh, it's no difference because they're both brown and I'm super racist. So, uh, Jay, how... how that really that? comes out in a podcast, too. Yeah, no, it totally, <laughs> it totally does. So People what? must get our voices confused. <laughs> they're like... There we go. I don't know. So that how, brown voice sounds the same as that other. How's your uh, How's your week been, been, Mr. Raj? Great, great week. Have you written any good articles lately? Uh, probably, and they're all pretty good. <laughs> Very modest of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm writing about a brown algae derived protein. It's good for uh, Crohn's disease. Well, it sounds very riveting. Yeah, I bet you regret asking now, don't you? <laughs> well, but riveting, no, dude. I'm in a rough shape, man. <laughs> I, I, you know what it is? Like, uh, I, my body doesn't get up anymore in the morning. I had to get up for a doctor's appointment today at 10 a.m., and I feel like uh, a fucking bus hit me. Like, I feel genuinely like I need a four-hour nap. Like, I don't know how sad that is, but it, I'm on my 10 scale. It's got to be at least like an eight or a nine. Did you get your full eight hours? I don't think I did. No, I don't go to sleep before like three, three thirty anymore. Oh yeah. Because between comedy and like my weird hotel job, it's like I'm always up late and shit. Somebody else who's always up late is our third voice you're gonna hear today. <laughs> hey, Jason Scoop, welcome to the show. Now you're also a guy who's up like just you know unreasonably fucking late all the time. Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah. 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 Lots. Yeah. Comedy well, and other things. And, yeah. and other things. Yeah. Like what? Well, you know, just having fun. Uh-huh. You know. And uh, yeah, we, we, you know he he's pointing that out because I was kind of I was late today, woke up late. But I oh, made you're it far here. from the first guest to show like up a late. Three minutes shower, hopped on that train. Where do you live at, by the way? I'm in Long Island. Woo. Oh, I didn't know that. For some reason, I thought you were one of those like lifer comics who like live with forty six people in either Bushwick or the Village. Nope, were... nope, nope, nope. I'm in Long Island. Yeah. So that means you have some remnants of standard of living. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Somewhat. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I live with my parents, and I. Have my monthly train ticket. You know? Okay. And uh, yeah, so it's like 45 minutes to get in. I know people who live in Brooklyn and Queens. It takes them like over an hour to get into Yeah, Manhattan. that's not bad at all. I mean, it's really. 45 minutes and uh, yeah. No, I have a friend that lives in the far end of Queens and he says that he, he takes the LIRR in, in Manhattan every day instead of the E-train because it's actually faster. Well, it's faster and it's like rarely ever late. Yeah, and, uh, is this is this like the New York version of the Californian sketch from SNL? Because I feel like this was happening. Right oh. now. <laughs> I don't know what that reference is. You remember it's a it's an SNL sketch like the Valley Girl, like oh my god. But they're but they, it's like a it's like a soap opera. But they always and the passionate moments are just them describing how they got to where they are, like literally. How the roads oh, they took oh, to get there oh, in okay, LA. Yeah. 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 See, yeah, I yeah. like these conversations though, because sometimes you'll pick up a tip or two that you didn't know. Like, oh, if you take oh, a sure. different train or transfer in a different spot, you get a, you know, you get a seat sometimes, or you know, there's always commuting strategies. And in New York, you have to know them. True. So it's very necessary. So other than commuting, what's going on in the world of Jason Scoop right now? What's going on in the world of me? Well, uh, I filmed a pilot with uh, Wanda Sykes. Uh, oh, hell back yeah. in December. Wow. Um, was that what you were out in L.A. for? 
Yeah, that's what I was out there for. So waiting to hear back if it gets picked up. Oh, I'm feeling, certainly rooting feeling for pretty you. good about it. There's a lot of talent, um, and it's a sketch show, so you that's know fun. I do impressions and stuff. So yeah, and uh, it's produced by Wanda Sykes. Wanda did a couple scenes in it. She was there the whole time. She was with us at the table read, giving critiques, giving rewrites. We all contributed rewrites, and then uh, and then we filmed it the next day. And um, yeah, it's a really really great show. Got a great production company, Push It Productions. Yeah, because you're a guy who who you're you're kind of like tailor made for a show like that, like those topical sort of sketch. <laughs> yeah, I comedy agree. shows. I agree. Yeah, that's why, that's why they, they uh, cast me. Uh, yeah, because you, you do a lot of impressions. <laughs> yeah, how many are you currently doing on stage in like one act, like two or three? In or one act. Uh, let's see. I I, I I don't know what I've been doing lately is like Trump, Obama, Cat Williams, uh, uh, Bill Cosby. Um, and nice. then, and then there's, I, I don't know, uh, different nights I sprinkle in different things, but, uh, you have a favorite one you like to do? Well, I have a, my favorite one skill wise would probably be Obama. Cause it's like the most difficult and people are really impressed by it because it's like impressions are kind of like hitting notes. It's like playing an instrument. You know what I mean? And Obama is like, there's different, it's like the notes are a little harder to hit. There's different cadences. So it's a little more impressive, but Trump is fun. Cause he's very current topical um it's just fun to do i kind of like do you do hand motions and shit too yeah you you know the hand well it's it's a it's combination of essence facial expressions and hand movements and then the voice that's every what is the what is the essence of trump that you use the essence of trump yeah is (laughs) and i also find when you do an impersonation of somebody no matter who you're doing even if it's like I have a Hitler impression. It's like, you know, it's like Hitler. (laughs) You have to find an element of that person that, not that you like, but something that you like, something that tickles your fancy a little bit. And Trump, he's just, he's so unbelievably over the top and cocky and arrogant. Is he almost hard to... Is he almost hard to make fun of because, like, of just what he actually is? Because I've heard that from a lot of comedians. No, well, well, I find him easy to make fun of but because i feel like other comedians make fun of him in the wrong way like they hate him so much mm-hmm. that it's like if you just peel back that layer of hate there's so much to make fun of there without just totally being like you know what i mean like you get yeah you st- get choked up on the anger and you exactly. don't find the funny oh, exactly but i feel like what you do in terms of like doing an impression it's much easier route to that yeah because you're just showing it for what yeah, it is yeah, and I'm literally it's, capturing and it's his essence so when yeah. i do it like i'll tease him but i'm 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 him in my mind when i'm doing him i'm him so yeah, i can't yeah. you know what i mean yeah i don't because i'm not an impression right, comic right right but right. i know you but, are um it's similar to like when you're acting you don't you can't like hate your own character, own character. exactly you have that's to exactly understand the motivation and you like you're you're you yes yeah that's ex- that you put it better than i anything i said just now <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just like being an actor. If you're playing, like, I remember Christoph Waltz when he played the the, the Nazi in in um in that Tarantino movie, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, he was like, yeah, when I play these parts, I don't play them because they were like, you're really good at playing bad guys. He's like, if you're playing a bad guy, you can't think of him as a bad guy, you know. He's yeah. like, you know, and that, that's um, that's what I would say with uh, because yeah, right. everyone's the protagonist because he he story. is objectively a hilarious man. Christoph Waltz, Trump. I mean, he is like when when like, that's actually a good point. A lot of people, I think, especially in this scene, they don't peel back the hate to realize just how, how ridiculous funny he is. and how cartoonish he how is. How cartoonish! Just, he's a comic yeah, book character. He really is, but he's 
you know, real. But I think it's oversaturation too. Like I have a hard time. Like I don't pay attention now because like I just reached a level of like, I can't fucking right deal with, i can't keep up with this shit and live my life i have to choose <laughs> exactly so, and i was like I'm, I choose I'm glad life. i'm glad you chose life and I'm, i think more people are <laughs> choose choose life so would Not you Trump, say sorry, would you say a jay that you are uh would you say a jay that you are choosing uh what to be outraged about and what not to be outraged about i am trying to yeah i'm trying to cultivate the ability to like choose where I put my energy and like choose what makes me angry. Like what's really worth getting upset about. Well, that is the theme of this show. Isn't it? As you know. So you know what? Let's do a choose. So it's really a spiritual show in that way. It's funny you mentioned spirituality. You know what? We're doing, we're going to do that one first today. We're going to do the spiritual. I was going to do a choose your own adventure. Let's just go right to the, uh, the spiritual one. What a great intentional segue. Oh my goodness. So this story, this is going to be an international episode, by the way, today, our first story comes from China. Or the Mercedes-Benz company uh, pissed off uh, China, <laughs> like the whole country. They, so Every single they, one. Pretty much. What they did was they post a picture like, like a car ad on in their Instagram account with a quote, and a quote, like a picture of one of their cars, like out in the desert, little those car pose kind of pictures. And the quote was, look at situations from all angles, and you will become more open, unquote. And, you know, like that's a cool car ad kind of quote right you know and looking at the car angles and trying to you know get people to buy a car the problem with that quote is it was from the dalai lama and uh they don't like him in china oh yeah they don't they're, they're not they're not fans they're not big fans and this ran in chinese like magazines and stuff yeah well i guess and you know, i don't know much about chinese politics but i guess like there's tibet which is like sort well, of part of china but not really and he's a a guy who wants them to separate from china so they don't yeah. want him. Well, yeah, Tibet cars. declared independence, but China like maintains that Tibet is part of them, and they like. And yeah, the Dalai Lama is. Yeah, the Dalai like Lama is a symbol of that separatism. Of that freedom, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so China is outraged about uh, the Dalai Lama selling cars. That's now, when little, you say China, like uh, the government, the government, it's, or the, like, it's government, the government. It's the I would government. imagine a lot of the people as well who who are pro keeping Tibet, right? Yeah, I mean, whoever's on like. Government, I guess, yeah, they people. could just be brainwashed by the government. Like, I don't know. So, you're saying that the Dalai Lama lives in a segment of China and he wants to like separate? I don't even know if he lives in Tibet. He might, I think he's like on the on the move all the time. Um, uh, yeah, that sounds he's cool. underground, man. He is, he kind of is, he's kind of is, but he's like also <laughs> like on a constant speaking tour and yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. And like the, I don't know, the politics of that is a lot more complicated than on the surface. But yeah, it's it, it's um, very very complicated. It, it, the thing I find interesting about this this topic is that, you know, here here in America, I'm trying to think what the American equivalent would be of this. You know what I mean? Well, like how could you piss off a large segment of the population I mean, very with a easily. car ad? But. Well, okay, we had the Martin Luther Anything King. Anything political. And then, what was it, Dodge? Oh, we did, <laughs> actually. That's, that's, that's easy actually. enough, yeah. No problem, yeah. I feel like they did that on purpose. You didn't even have to, to bring us with controversy. Uh, well, there have been, there've been some ads, we, we've determined that on the show before, that some ad companies go, if we piss people off, we'll get publicity. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little over, didn't, uh, they just did that, uh, H&M pretty much just did that. Like, they, yeah. they released that photograph, yeah. and then they, I said photograph, like, it's the 1800s. Um, I they released that that ad or whatever, and like it was pretty much calculated, like spike in traffic, spike in sales. Like you can do that now; it's yeah. not hard. It's all out of the Trump playbook. Yeah, pretty much. It's just he epitomizes like what 
what capitalism and that means like, a game changer. Whatever, I tell you. I mean, that's what he does, and that's what you know. I, I'm pretty sure Dodge. It was Dodge, right? Yeah, I'm it's like where Benz. politics, entertainment, yeah. oh, and no. uh, Wait, which one? You mean Dodge was America, the Martin Luther King, and then uh, Mercedes Benz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk yeah. about the Martin Luther King thing. I mean, at this point in this like super polarized climate we're in, yeah, that we're always in a climate. Yeah, this climate that we're in is like, yeah, they can't. Because when it comes to these ads, especially Super Bowl ads, there's meetings on top of meetings and then research oh, things. Yeah. And so for this to make it all the way through that, they had to realize, yeah, it could be. It's just a failure on like their because a big corporation has like some kind of cultural sensitivity department or like, oh, yeah. you know, they've got a worldwide presence. So someone just like dropped the ball, I guess. But what's interesting, too, is there's another reason, like if you were, say, Buddhist, you might be outraged that a quote from the Dalai Lama that's about living spiritually is being used to hawk cars, hawk luxury cars, but like that's nothing new. Yeah. In advertising. Well, it would be as if But like, it's like if you did that with Jesus here, that would piss a lot of people off. Right. Well, you did yeah. in Oklahoma, yeah. it was like that. Come unto me and yeah. buy ye a Mercedes Benz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our loaves and fishes event. This is my body, my body of 285 horsepower. Yeah. Yeah, uh, no, right it, my friend. They friends. have a fish fry. <laughs> Loaves and... <laughs> well, it's interesting, I, I think, because you, you're talking about the Dodge one in America, and it's a little different because I think that that one you said was calculated. This one to me with the China and the Instagram, it feels like they just didn't know better. I think this one was just like some idiot was running a social media account and was like, oh, we're trying to market oh, to Asian just, people. Oh, it was just an Instagram Let's, post. Uh, it was just an Instagram post? It was an Instagram post. Oh, so yeah, it's some guy. Yeah, it was some social media manager was like, yeah, <laughs> what are they into in that part of the world? They're into the yeah. Dalai Lama? Cool. Yeah. Let's do a quote to him and try to sell a car. Yeah. And they just didn't realize the cultural sensitivity there. Yeah, they probably didn't even know like China, Tibet. It's like, the Dalai Lama's Chinese. It's like next to each other on a map. Oh, it's you, cool, right? They're all Asian. Shut up. Yeah. yeah it's, and it's Germans too. So it's not, not American racism. It's German racism. If you're going to call it racist. Uh, I, don't th- I don't call it racist. I just, I just call, call it ignorance, mistake. really. Yeah. yeah. Racism was a bit strong. There we go. And you're talking about the Martin Luther King thing. I saw a bunch of, um, you know those flyers they hand out for dance clubs? Yeah. I saw one that I think somebody shared online where it was called like Big Booty Dreams. And it was oh, a yeah. MLK with like a bunch of big booty women around him. <laughs> yeah. Like trying to get people to come out to the club. Yeah. Yeah. You, you yeah. see that every year. Yeah, there's always yeah club like Martin Luther King night like yeah and they use they use, yeah in like the most you know crude ways. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's something for like black people to roll their eyes at. Yeah, within well, the community. I asked a few coworkers of mine who who were black because I I really I'm not allowed to have an opinion on that and yeah. I know better. And they're like, oh yeah, that's fucking trashy. We hate that shit. Yeah, like we, we hate that. But it's also even... like like white people or whoever else don't have any business going over and be like, hey, this is trashy. Why don't you fix this? You know, give shit. Well, I'm not saying hey, you should, you people should get get yeah. on your people about this because yeah. that'd be you know. But I, I no, I'm not saying like, you were I saying acquired. that. But I always imagine someone that's doing something and then I respond to that person. Yeah, you know. Well, I think you know. I think as long as uh, the women, the big bootied women, are of all different races, colors, and creeds, and uh, I think Martin Luther King would be uh, happy. You think it's the way he would have wanted it? <laughs> no, he wouldn't have wanted that. At least not publicly. I mean, privately, privately, he, he did like yeah. to, to fuck uh, uh, women, lots of them. That was um, maybe a part of the dream that he just didn't talk about. Publicly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's didn't the, come that was the adult, of, the adult rated part of the yeah, dream, not the, not in, for a wide general right, audience. Right in the in the sermons he was giving, yeah. didn't really yeah, come up. You know how there's a second verse of the Star Spangled Banner. There's a second verse of the uh, of the I have a dream speech too that nobody dream. talks about. 
where he talks about big booty hoes and shots, 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 shots. Boom. That's uh, that's how that works. Shots, shots. So as far as, far as the verdict goes <laughs> on the um, on the China Mercedes Benz, I'm gonna go legit outrage based on the fact that um, it's just it's an extremely culturally sensitive thing to mention the Dalai Lama in that part of the world with all the sort of uh, political volatility and, and whatnot. So I'm gonna go legit in that one. Jay, you look like you're not gonna be with me in this one. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm not. I don't have a strong opinion about. I mean, yeah, like the guy. It was like a bonehead thing to do, but like, and then he just pissed off the Chinese government. It was a case of, eh, you should have known better, dude. But it, yeah, like we, we do try to make some, uh, you know. I can't make up my mind about this without making up my mind about the Dalai Lama in China, and that's too much to ask of me in such and, and short that's, notice. That's why it's such a Get tough... Get back to me. <laughs> that's why it's such a tough one. Yeah, I'm going to call this one a toss-up. It's because it, it forces you to pick a side in a major political issue as well. Because yeah. like, you have to either say, like, well, get over it, China. Dalai Lama did a quote, or whatever. Or you have to be like, you know, fuck the Dalai Lama. Like, you have to, to pick a side. And so that, that's the interesting thing about our show, is we try to thread that needle in between. Yeah. To decide what, like, what is and isn't... It's not even about deciding. It's more about the process of like. Well, that's why thinking was, about it. That's why I was trying to think of the American equivalent, and and, and it is it is Jesus being used. To sell yeah, or cars like if like if like Joseph Smith was used outside of Utah to sell oh, cars. Oh yeah, it, it would it would it would piss some people off. That would be great. It'd be hilarious, you know. Or like L. Ron Hubbard, like some other major like religious figure. Oh, Scientology would get you. Yeah. Well, they had a Super Bowl ad too. Scientology did. Which, by the way, not their first time. Wow. With that. Oh yeah, you don't watch sports. That's right. You're. Yeah. <laughs> you're not. You're one of those guys that doesn't do that at I was, all. I wasn't raised in a sports household. That's right. So, how do you feel about this? Uh, this this Mercedes I would Benz? say that uh, I don't know any because I, I agree with the J about like I, I kind of want to know more about you know the the Dalai Lama in China, but it's like I don't I know nothing about that. But my take is that like China for the most part is still like a, a little there's a lot of poverty there. It's a very poor country. So I feel like people in would you poor say countries, it's a shithole country? <laughs> I wouldn't say that. But the poor people. Where they, uh, yeah, when I say most poor people outrages are gen- genuine outrages, and most you know American outrages are mostly bullshit outrages. You know what I mean? So I would say this is a probably a genuine outrage. Okay, oh, All right. but are the poor people outraged by an ad on Instagram for a luxury car? Uh, I mean, yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. That's just a question. question. Yeah, true. Yeah. They might not even know about it. You're right. You know, I think because I do think I'm inclined to think from what, what little I do know about China. I'm not saying like I'm an expert, whatever, but just I, I, I would guess it's more like the government got angry. Yeah. And like whatever people are really like hardcore about the propaganda. Yeah. But China's a big place with a lot going on. They don't have Instagram on their phones because they're busy making the phones. Huh? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I guess yeah, yeah, that is a good point. Like the act the the your typical Chinese person on the street isn't like, "Oh, that fucking Mercedes-Benz quote." So, yeah, maybe it is just the government. Yeah, so you know, fuck them. I changed my vote. Yeah. Yeah. False outrage. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, no. I and I think that's a good point too cuz we do have to consider the source of the anger. And in this case, yeah, if it is the people versus the government, and I think you're right, it is probably the government and any sort of powerful Chinese nationalist media groups who are kind of with that agenda, I would imagine who are pushing the outrage. So I, I would have to go, if it is manufactured, then that is by definition fake, right? Right. Yeah, all right. Th- that's some damn good reasoning. Damn, yeah, that was that was solid. That's that was good. 
Look, look at a Jay flipping two people at once right there. There we go. All right, so we're going to go from spirituality in China to drugs. You guys in excited? España. In, that's right, in Spain. And this is a topic comes from Zaragoza, Spain, where the city of Zaragoza released a 31-page pamphlet entitled Drugs, the World of the Neighborhood. And in this, uh, in this pamphlet, rather than doing the normal thing that uh, entities do when they release drug information that says, like, hey, don't do drugs because all they did, or, or, or supposedly most of it, wasn't drug prevention as much as it was just a how-to of how to properly <laughs> use each drug. <laughs> and there are chapters for each one. There's, like, a chapter for alcohol, a chapter for tobacco. There's a whole chapter in cocaine. You know, how long there. is this thing? 31 pages. 31 pages. Various chapters of how to use different drugs. But do they, I mean, is it like, if you're going to do it, this is how you do it safely? Or is it, that's, this is just how you do it? See, that's what I imagined it was. Because I guess the the pamphlet started by saying like, look, there is no such thing as a world without drugs. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I guess the reasoning behind it was like, look, we're not going to prevent you from doing it. So if you're going to do it, we want you to do it safely and more fun. That makes sense to me. It does. It does a little bit. It's like it's like with sex. Like abstinence-only education is dumb. Yeah, no, but if you that. equip people to have safe sex, I like, had that in my notes yeah. too. Actually, is no, you do sex ed in school. Uh, yeah, but it was sex ed in public school in Texas, so it was very bad. <laughs> Describe that to me. Well, all our education was that it was you know it was like abstinence-only and like oh, and the boy's gonna tell you that he loves you, and you can't be fooled. Do they? That do was the, pretty much it. Like do they do the muffin don't fuck. thing? Well, I mean. I disagree with abstinence only, but that part, the boy going to lie to you. That's true. No, no, it's not wrong. It's not wrong. But like, that was the extent of it. That was the extent of it was like, don't fuck. And the boy's going to lie. And it's like, well, okay. (laughs) But people are still going to fuck. Of course. (laughs) And then the, the drugs education was also just, I remember wanting to do PCP in middle school because they gave us the chart. Of like all the effects and things, and I was just reading it, and I just I just read the effects of PCP, and I was like, oh, that sounds fun. Yo, I, I had a similar experience with beer in health class. They give you the beer goggles. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, yo, this is awesome. Give me some beer. <laughs> but uh, yeah, fucking health classes are so stupid. They're so dumb. Yeah. Um, and abstinence only. God, that's the dumbest shit. Uh, I mean, studies have shown that in in schools that push abstinence only, students are actually more yeah, apt more to have inclined. sex yeah. and more yeah. apt to have unprotected sex, which is more dangerous. Because you push everything down, you know. Yeah. Well, because because I was always wondering because I I'm from the generation that's kind of like yours of like sex happens, but like you totally shouldn't do it. But nowadays, I hear stories of kids in sex ed like they literally bring a cucumber and a condom in a class. They go, "This is how you put it on." So it's a yeah. whole kind of different thing now, I guess. Well, I guess it really depends on where you are. I think I really think it's yeah, I think yeah. probably yeah. where I am in the south. Even though it's like improving in a lot of ways, I feel like schools, especially, are you know they're. Pretty controlled by Jag- yeah, Jag- conservative. Like, I mean, I, know, I grew up in Long Island. Public schools, a good district. Yeah, they were they were good. It wasn't like Texas. They were like, yeah, you probably fuck. You know, just be wear the protection. You know, it's yeah. Not- if you were already fucking, what are you thirteen? Yes, Long Island. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I just remember I wanted to fuck my health teacher, Miss Spicer. Hello, but um. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's like, and then, and then the penis goes into the vagina, and oh, you're sitting there with so like your 12 year old boner in class. He was so fucking hot. Um, um, was she also the gym teacher? Because some schools, the gym teacher and the health teacher yo, are the same person. Yeah, it, that was, my yeah. senior year, we had it was Mr. Maloney, and he was like a pothead. 
gym teacher, health teacher. So he wasn't like the other gym teachers. I hated gym teachers. They were like, fuck it, because I wasn't, I'm not physical. Yeah. I fucking stunk at that Ours shit. Ours was a gym coach, but okay. Yeah. Really? But that's, Mr. Really, Maloney. that's interesting, because yeah. you're like a, you know, skinny, lanky-ish yeah, dude. Yeah, but I just, you know, like, I'm just not, I'm not, uh, like, I'm like, not athletic. sports and, I'm not athletic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, you know. You're uncoordinated. Yeah, I'm uncoordinated. Yeah. There we go. That's the you word. You know, like, I like to move around. <laughs> I could dance or whatever, but it's like, when it comes to sports, it's just, it's, it's not my thing. But Mr. Maloney, he was so cool. He'd be like, you know, like when you do the track and he'd be like, all right, they'd be like, all right, walk one, run one, then hang out on the bleachers. He'd be like, all right, like walk one. (laughs) Wait, no, run one. (laughs) Walk one. You know what? Just hang out on the bleachers. I'm going to run to my car real quick. And he'd fucking come back stoned out of his mind. (laughs) He was the coolest fucking guy, man. We're going to teach you how to roll a joint and then run the mile today. <laughs> run the mile. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, back to drugs. Great segue unintentionally there, Jason. Uh, so this, uh, this pamphlet also offered, uh, there was, it was backed by a, uh, like a drug information company called uh, Consumo Conscientia. And they offered lab tests to people who were reading the pamphlet that it, before you did your drugs, they'd offer to test it for you to show you how good it was, like the, how pure or whatever your drug was. These are all what? great ideas. Yeah, you can just bring it in to have it tested. Yeah, these are great. Look, yeah, yeah. this is really yeah, this is smart. Like having you know, it's like when uh, treating uh, heroin addiction by having like places where people can safely inject until they can be weaned off of it. You know. Yeah. It's it's just it's humane. They give out needles. It's and a, stuff it's a and humane stuff. way to treat people that do drugs instead of criminalizing something that everyone fucking does. Right. And like some people get away with and some people don't, depending yeah. on like how well off you are, basically how yeah. well connected you are. I also believe that like drug addiction is a terrible thing. Everybody knows somebody who's either addicted to drug or has died, or died drug. of drug. Yeah. yeah. But I I feel like most people most people who take drugs, all types of drugs except for maybe I don't know the really hardcore ones. Do it in moderation and go about their lives. And, you know, I, I just recently watched a, a, like two cocaine documentaries in a row. And when you look at all the amount of death and murder and rape and fucking jail time and all, all these things, all, all because drugs are illegal. I don't even think drugs should be illegal. Because I, I think, you yeah. know, I don't advocate the use of lots of drugs and I don't advocate overuse of drugs but i'm not even advocating the use of drugs i'm just saying they shouldn't be nobody should go to jail for doing drugs yeah and maybe there should be safeguards for like access to drugs yeah, especially sure. certain rules certain drugs, like yeah. yeah but I, like, making it legal opens all kinds of avenues to make it safer for people exactly it would yeah. just solve so many problems and all the money they spend yeah. fighting you have the- less debt and the war would end the fucking war yeah it's like tearing up yeah all like everything south of us basically so as yeah. far as the uh the outrage goes in this pamphlet i guess the outrage was based more on the fact that you know there was oh, how, oh, i wanted to ask you uh, how old was the target audience for these pamphlets so there, there's some confusion on this this front, and because okay. some people are saying it was a publicly distributed document that was aimed towards young people, but the the people that released it that were in the government, they said no, this was more supposed to be a thing for like doctors and drug prescribers and people who have like already have some level of education in it when they're talking to like their patients and whatnot. And so there there, there seems to be not a clear consensus on who it was for. Mm. I feel like 
it was aimed towards the public, though, if they released a pamphlet from, you know, from the government. And so, anyway, the outrage was, I guess, based on the fact that they didn't really do the risks. They mostly just gave directions. Yeah. Like, because I'm okay with with both. If you say, look, this is how you do it if you're going to do it. Here are the risks. You shouldn't do it. But apparently this literally was just like a how-to and like a go-have-fun kids sort of situation. Gotcha. So I I can kind of understand some of the outrage because there was a guy who was part of the... um, the popular party which is like a conservative political group in this country his name was jorge azcon and he said quote it's not about the damage you might do to your nose what they don't say is that cocaine can destroy your life unquote because i guess all the information in the pamphlet was about like the right ways to like snort it and the length gotcha. of the lines and what you like what tubes yeah you're using. if you're yeah if it's aimed at a general audience and it's like not saying hey this shit can really fuck you up <laughs> then yeah that's not and so that's the good. only only angle i can see there being legit outrage on this but everything <clears throat> you guys said is totally right like why are we bought fucking wasting but our also time how to... many people find this pamphlet and then do blow for the first time they're like oh this yeah. is what is this yeah. <laughs> a, a cornucopia of possibilities that yeah. i could never imagine yeah, yeah yeah like how many people are <laughs> drugs out there? Like, i was going to go to the cinema yeah like you know like where's the fucking you know fucking born again christian mother of three that's just like oh my god what the okay let's we could try this and then you know, a week later fucking yeah. you know in a crack house and what what like a kid's gonna run to their parents and be like where do i get where do i get the cocaine, cocaine. like it's like kids don't know where to get cocaine even yeah. they get the pamphlet yeah it might make them want to do drugs later, but so did the thing I got in health class. So exactly. it's a wash. Yeah. Yeah. Unless the pamphlet gave you uh, places to find it, but like call yeah. my call my dude Jamal. Yeah. You know, yeah. like this is his number. Like that'd be the way to. Uh, yeah. That'd yeah. be a little cross the line. You know, and I think the number one thing that makes people want to do drugs is movies. You see Scarface as a kid. <laughs> Wait, like, oh my god. Culture being but, around it. Yeah, culture being around it, you know, but uh, you know, movies certainly glamorize certain drugs. And I mean, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Movies are telling stories and stories are things that have well, happened. Yeah. I mean, glamorizing <laughs> might be not the way to go, but Well well, yeah, I mean But it's hard not to sometimes. Like it's even hard not even to. like it's like with war. Like movies, even movies that try not to glorify violence then do a really good job of like contextualizing violence. They still kind of glorify violence. Yeah. Because it still looks cool. So as far as the uh, verdict goes on the outrage of the drug pamphlet here, this one I'm very split on because I feel like, like I said a minute ago, if yeah. it doesn't say both sides, then I could definitely see it I being I think we agree very, that there's a there's an error yeah. in the execution here, like a, a an oversight. Yeah. But here's the thing is if it so does do it, criticism, I it. outrage at the entire concept is, no. I think we have to define the scope of the outrage before we can say real or fake because i think there's not a i don't think it's being outraged at the idea of it is wrong for all the reasons that we've talked about as far as making drugs yeah. safety and being humane yeah and, educating people on the yeah, use of being drugs educating people yeah rather um, than just trying to put a cap on it like you said with the sex thing being outraged about like hey this you guys fucked up the pamphlet like yeah <laughs> arguably so that's kind of what it sounds like it sounds like they they leaned too far in that direction of like doing drugs as opposed to drug education yeah you know because yeah i think doing going full-on dare <laughs> class and being like never touch drugs <laughs> the city of zaragoza bad. has perhaps encouraged drug use amongst its populace <laughs> yeah. and perhaps that is regrettable yeah so th- th- that i'll lean legit on it but like, again with the caveat that you just said of this information should be out there so people who are going to do it and, like Jason said, who are going to do it in moderation and have fun once in a while don't harm themselves. 
So there's my my two cents. Jason, you look like you'd something to say. No, I just want to know how to get my hands on this pamphlet. Yeah, I, uh, this is like some. Can I download great this souvenir shit? material? Apparently, it's in. Spanish. Is there a link to it? It's probably in Spanish, oh, though, right? I haven't studied Spanish. All right, well, Hello. I'm a Spanish for a drop. I'll learn high how school. to we'll find it drugs out. in Spain. Yeah, La Cocina. Right, is that best subject? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This, you know, I just have a somebody who speaks Spanish translate it for me. You know, <laughs> fucking got a problem. I got a solution, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So do you think these people are right to be angry about this pamphlet? Or do you think they should fucking relax on it? What's your uh, what's your take, Mr. Scoop? Uh, well, I mean, this um, do they have a right to? I every everybody has a right to do anything, but I I, I think that the, yeah, this is this is false outrage. All right, in my opinion. All right. Yeah. Because I don't right. think anybody's gonna. This is this pamphlet's gonna lead anyone who hasn't already done drugs to to do drugs. Yeah, or but, even if it does, like they're on vacation, like maybe you want to do it for the first time. There, you vacations is something that's pl- you planned a vacation. You know what I mean? You know, and plus the oh, drugs yeah. that are available down there. Every, you know what I mean? You go back to the states; it's <laughs> it's a different ball game. You sound like you know what you're talking about. <laughs> Perhaps. Yeah, maybe. you know something about drugs in Spain. Is this, would you I'm like to educate our listeners as the, a proper way to get drugs in Spain? Or <laughs> no, I'm I'm saying no, no, no just some things I've seen. I've never actually no, I've I haven't left the country and done drugs outside of the country but i've seen youtube videos of like them making it there and then like it's, it's you know it's yeah <laughs> you know i think i think you make a really good point you make a good point when, when you say that it's not going to recruit any new people to do drugs so I, you know what i think i have to actually i think you might have flipped me on this one i might i might actually be leaning a little bit fake outrage yeah. on this one it's not outrage it's just oh that's a first draft yeah no, that's exactly it. So yeah, this is not the hill I think any of us should just die notes, on. just notes on the pamphlet. Yeah, I would like to see. Yeah, you know, maybe we need to find a way to get this. And uh, I really want to get my hands on this pamphlet. Yeah, because it's, I, I mean, want to know what. Yeah, what, what, just what add what? a little tiny search. I wonder in general, if I can... this could kill you. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, I want to know what suit in what government office sat down and wrote a thirty-one page pamphlet on drugs. Because if it's for government release, then that means it's probably super dry and boring to read. But it's about drugs. I don't know. All right, so that's a good place to end that topic. Before we go, we always give our, our guests the opportunity. Jason Scoop, is there anything you're currently pissed off about here in the universe that you want to uh, lay the law down on? Oh, yeah, okay. Um, just young, like really young people, like 21 and under, their view on certain things. Like I, I was hanging out with a friend of mine uh, like a week ago. She's like a dance teacher, so she she was with two of her former students. And they were trying to convince me that there's very no- nice, by the way. Dance, yeah. dance, nothing wrong with dance students. What? Well, yeah, great, great people. <laughs> um, they were trying to nice convince girls. me that there was uh, that there was no such thing as gender. Not that there was. I'll even give the seventy three gender people. I'll even say. I'll even throw them a bone. Like, yeah, maybe there's certain levels of what. But to say there's no such thing as gender, and they were like vehemently not like, gender is a construct not the gender is a construct but, but no well, well they thing. said that too but they were also trying to say that there's no such thing as gender and then they were trying to say they were trying to convince me that like louis ck can never come back never be forgiven ever so i was like what should you just go to oh, a cave really? somewhere and die in a cave grow yeah. a beard and they were just like yes and then i was like why they were like because he's a straight white male and I'm like, well, they really that say that? that? I swear to God. They really said that. I swear Verbatim. to God. I swear on my mother's life. Yes. All right. Yes. No, there, there is some of that. And uh, it's funny. I had a similar conversation. I was now, like, they were drinking margaritas, but still. 
They, been... they, you don't just say something like that. You're not just well, like, no. well, I'm drunk. Oh, I hate black people. Like, you know what I mean? That's well, no, got to come from some place. That, that's literally racist, no matter what race you're hating. Yeah, it kind of is. And it's like, it's like, it's kind of like, it's just inhumane. Like, you know, like, yeah. really? Just a guy does something and just that's it. He's just, like, it's not like child. I understand child molesters go to jail. You know, rapists go to jail. Uh, you know, murder go to jail. But like, and I'm not defending what Louis did because I read up on it. I because I I heard the whole thing, but I really I finally went to Wikipedia and read each case. Yeah, he did some awful shit. But it's like all I'm saying is after a certain amount of time, let him talk about it. Let him you know let him. He he admitted to it. I'm not trying to rejudiciate that whole thing. Yeah, I, it's, it's, we weren't there. We're not going to yeah. judge. Yeah, but um, <laughs> all I'm saying is is that, and it's not just Louis. He's just a he's an example saying people. There's levels of shit. Yeah, and you know I do believe. Did in you see the Bill Maher as uh, a human being? You see the Bill Maher segment on this. Oh yeah, I did. I actually shared it on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure a few people were like, "I'm unfriending you now." Yeah, I'm that sure. Kinda, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a big Bill Maher fan personally. But. Well, I even said in that post, I was like, I don't agree with a lot of what Bill Maher says or thinks, but I was like, but I like this. Levels. So I even because I don't like what he says, and I also levels. don't think he's funny. Like, I just it's never I've made me laugh. I've always found him funny though. He's never made me laugh. He's silly know. funny. Is what like, even is. before I had anything, yeah. anything to yeah. any bone to pick with his politics or whatever. But no, I want to go back to what you were saying a second ago. The reintroduction of levels. Well, it's, it's not reintroduction so much. Okay, we're talking about what, like. 18, 19 year old people. They were like 20. They were 21 and 22. I think this is uh, maybe a little bit, not entirely, a little bit like uh, kids these, these days. Yeah. And I think when you're young, like, I probably grow out of it. I, I, I had very, uh, like, when I was that young, like, th- everything was very black or white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This person is evil. This person is good. Yeah. This, and it was like, you know, this person deserves to fucking go to hell. Right, right, right. Um, right. And I think so, it's yeah. it's a function of time. Like this is all so new. Like the whole thing that's happened, me too, and everything is yeah, so true. new, and it, it'll be processed with time. And so they I actually said, I want to, I want to, yeah, I, yeah, I'll agree, and I want to believe that because I want. I think with time, but I think it, it needs more time. Yeah, I want to, I want to. So they they literally said to you, it's because he's a straight white male. They didn't say it's because of what he did. No, they said it's because he's straight white male. I don't yeah. want to hear him anymore. But that movie though, that's fucked Jesus up. Jesus Christ, right? That he made that movie. That he made that movie that oh, yeah, way. I mean, yeah, that is and up. with the Woody Allen <laughs> thing, he creepy. He does skeeve me the fuck it, out now, and it's it, like it, I find it hard. Even like I've I've like tried to watch, I've watched stand up since then. Not that I was like I have to like maintain my love for Louis, but it's like how will I feel about this? So I watched. It's there's some shit that still made, it makes me laugh, but it's like still like, uh. yeah. But it's not like it's not. It, it's horrible, and I like I'm whatever, but. It's like you're saying, it's not Cosby. It's just yeah. levels to it, and that doesn't I make it not I also think it's going to be great yeah. when uh, he does a, a new special in like a year and a half, and he does like 20 minutes on this, and it fucking crushes. <laughs> like, the, this girl's going to be so mad when he comes back, because he's coming back in like, I would say, two years or so. Yeah, you but know? people are He totally is. Like I think years. he's really going to have to like apologize better than he did before he comes back. I don't know if he's going to be able to turn this into something funny. Or it'd be funny if I you could just, be wrong. If you just walked I, I, on stage with his dick. I don't fucking out. know, man. I'm not. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I've been doing yeah. comedy for what five years. What the fuck do I know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. I think that's. Um... So your gripe is specifically with people who are are, are uh, Bill Maher said these hardline stances. Yeah. And and well, okay. I'll even change. It was their ability because I was I was giving them some arguments and they just weren't even. 
No, because they don't want to have the argument because you have. They were just like it's like Facebook in real life. We were just talking about Facebook in real life. They're just screaming at me, and I was saying things back, and they just weren't. The thing I've noticed with people, and it's not females or people of any particular political anything. It's it's nobody in particular. It's everyone now does this. Is what they do now is people rather than listen to your talking point and say I disagree with your point and let me counter it with what I want to say. They try to sweep the legs instead. Yeah. They go, oh, well, your point's invalid because you're invalid because of your gender or whatever your case is right. or your sexuality. And rather, they didn't acknowledge the point. They just insulted you. Yeah. And they're like, how come people don't think like us? We, we, we've shamed everyone enough publicly. Everyone should just be voting and thinking like us now because we've, so- we've called people names. Right. It's like, no, you have to say to somebody, I respect your opinion, but I disagree with it, and let's talk about it. Oh, but nobody fucking does that anymore. And so the woman who's my friend who was their teacher she kind of decided she agreed with me how old is she 35 okay and they were like you're a traitor no woman kind of <laughs> 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 well and that's the thing is that i've noticed this with, with the hard left because that is what we're talking about right now nothing pisses off the hard left more than someone who doesn't fit their narrative who they think they're protecting. Like whenever they see like like a black conservative, a black like, conservative or a gay Republican. Oh, or, yeah. they, they go fucking insane because they think like, no, you're not fitting our narrative. It, it's it's so funny to me. Yeah. Nothing nothing enrages them more. It's right. and also too, you know what you should have done? You should have just called them racists or called them sexist. <laughs> Because nothing pisses them <laughs> off more. I mean, I wouldn't have done that because I mean, I, I get the, the the humor that you, the the point you're trying to make, and I understand that nothing pisses people like that off more than that. But it's but like you just didn't want to draw the match yeah, in the gasoline. I didn't want to. <laughs> oh, know, see, I do because then I would be because yeah. then I would do what they were doing. I'd just be doing what they were doing, which you know what I mean. Well, no, yeah. it, it is. It is. There is definitely something to be to be to be said for it, though. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I totally see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, no, because then when I can do be is, spiteful when they keep talking, <laughs> all you have to do is be like, "Why are you talking?" Like, no, I won the argument. I called you a name. I won the argument. We're done, right? Like, how come? And I, oh, I love to fucking twist the knife. I'm a dick about it. Yeah, because it gets to I can be like, "Well, my mom is brown. Your mom, your mom and dad are white." And then you know what I mean? Like, because everything with them is boxes. You're this. You're that. You're this. You're that. I'm a straight. This. She's like, but I'm. She's like, I'm a woman. She's like, I'm a woman and I'm bisexual. She's like, I'm a bisexual woman. So I don't know. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, this is the hierarchy. <laughs> I yeah. feel like you're going with it, but it's what they call the oppression Olympics. The oppression. But the yeah. thing is, it, because it, once again, it's like, so yes, there are elements. It's like, yeah, there are women are discriminated against. Lesbian, gay people can be discriminated against. But that doesn't of mean course. that you're now a special, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, 100%. You know, so it's like I'll acknowledge that, yes, the discrimination and issues, but that doesn't mean that because you're that or because something is something else that they can't, you know, and it's just it gets so twisted and mangled. That's why, you know. Well, and that's that's the problem is that we were talking about Trump earlier, like the identity politics, like that's kind of why he won. No, it's not. And it's kind of why, why he's going to win again. Because I, I had a conversation with somebody, it was similar to your conversation, where I was talking about it, because I'm, I'm pretty well versed when it comes to that. Uh, we don't talk about it on the show very often, but I know my, my like candidates and individual senators and all that shit yeah. pretty well. And I was talking about, like, you know, who should we run with this friend of mine who's a female? And uh, and she named off some people, and all the people were women, obviously. And I asked, I said, you know, what if the candidate that made it through uh, the primaries against him was a straight white male? Would that be a problem? And she goes, yes. 
It's like, dude, you can't base somebody's candidacy off that. You have to base it off of their qualifications, you know. And so, I, and th- there, there is, there is an issue right now where there is just this, this hostility towards anything, towards what you were saying earlier, like the, um, you know, I'm this, you're that. Yeah. Everything's in a box. I'm better yeah. than you. Kind of. Well, the left attitude. in general can't fucking. I was. I. I got so mad on. Uh, I was on Twitter and I was. Uh, Chelsea. I guess. I don't. I guess Chelsea Manning was at a party and <clears throat> what's his name was there. That uh, gorilla mindset guy, Mike Cernovich. Mike Cernovich. Some. He's like. Yeah. He's oh, yeah, some okay, like huckster. Yeah. Some alt right yeah. huckster guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a social media following. Sell shit. Whatever. Yeah. Um. So she was in a photo with him. I don't know the. I don't even care. But like so people, people jumped on her ass about it, and like someone was like, she was with a literal Nazi. Like, and I, I just, I was just like, are you fucking stupid? Like, yeah. do you think she is a Nazi? Do you think she's going to enact Nazi policies? Yeah. yeah do you think yeah. Chelsea fucking Manning? Yeah. Is in any way like it's why do you? Mindset. I was like, this is why we're fucked. This is it because we can't like yeah yeah we can't. There's no attempt to sift like to heal these differences and unite the way that like the right is fundamentally united. Even now, even with like Trump, even with everything going off the cliff, yeah, like yeah. they're staying the course, which. I don't admire exactly, but I do like note it. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because the, the thing they're they're actively recruiting, and whereas the other people are putting you through a purity test all the time, because that's what they that's what happened to her. Is she was put through the purity test? There was yeah. one small piece of evidence that, um, unfortunately, the other ninety nine point nine percent of the things she did weren't good enough. It yeah. was just that that one tiny thing. Oh no! Now she's. With I them. think the right fights for victory, and the left presumes that it should win. Yeah, 100%. Because, because we're right. That's a deep motherfucking thought to end this show on. Huh. All right, any final thoughts, Mr. Scoop, before we get out of here? Um, Yeah, I think that was a great uh, thought. I think that everybody should be more open-minded and talk to people that aren't like them and travel places where they you know, might not be comfortable and meet people and be open to different ideas and open to questioning their ideas. And... Uh, and just everybody, just let's all and take to a motherfucking you know chill pill, you know? You know? It helps to think like, because uh, we get getting caught up in fake outrage is a symptom, I think, of being like, you know, sometimes, sometimes of being like too privileged or too up your own ass, you know? Um, it's true. Fucking think about <laughs> people that don't have as much as you, like donate to like a fucking food bank or you yeah. know, hurricane relief. Puerto yeah. Rico's still hurting. Yeah. Houston's still hurting. Yeah. These are not in the news cycle anymore. That's an uplifting thought. To yeah. End I like that. And, I'll, and going to what you were saying, the whole like uncomfortable thing, I tell all my, my hardcore left friends this, especially in New York, I tell them, pick one random Fox News show a week and just watch it for like 30 minutes. And it'll fucking make you cringe, but you have to do it. Yeah. Because it, it tempers you to having those conversations when you go back home to your hometown. Yeah, right. You know, and you have to deal with people that actually talk that way. Yeah. There we go. So I, I think that's a good place to end right there. Um, follow us online at Fake Outrage Rep. I don't know the last time we fucking use our Twitter account is, but you can email us and call us sexist or racist at the fake outrage report at gmail.com. Give us those good reviews. And you can follow Jason Scoop online at at Jason Scoop on everything. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. It's all at Jason Scoop. And you can also call him a racist, a sexist or a Nazi. All and right. When do people listen to this? This will be out in a week, week and a half. In a week, like okay, okay. Yeah. I have a plug for tonight, but it's actually tonight. So. Nah. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> until next time, kids, not everyone is a Nazi. <laughs> yeah.